The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What is up, everyone? It is Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, so you guys know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, our brand new YouTube network, and Twitter network. Lance, how are we doing tonight, my man? What's going on, man? It's another week closer to the NFL draft. Getting excited, man. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Draft show. Uh, draft previews are going to keep coming from us tonight if you guys know by the title of our episode or our show linebacker slash defensive back review and obviously we'll focus a little bit more on the linebackers as we know there's a little bit of a hole at the middle linebacker position currently for the buffalo Bills. so we'll focus a lot on the linebackers we'll touch on the corners and we'll break down some of the safeties that we think the bills could be targeting on day one day two and day three of the draft comment section is open on youtube and facebook drop a comment Talk about anything Bills related. Doesn't have to be linebackers or DBs, but if you guys want to drop any of that, that's awesome. Drop a like, all that fun stuff. And Lance, let the people know about our sponsor. Yeah, guys, I've been sharing a lot of stuff on Twitter. If you follow me at Mafia Montage, you'll see um, there's a cool game on Underdog Fantasy. Uh, promo code Blitz when you sign up will get you a deposit match of up to $100. So minimum deposit 10 bucks and up to 100 bucks you'll get double your deposit uh for free by using promo code blitz and uh I played actually for the Masters. I played some of the drafts they had there where you just kind of pick lineups of four or five guys uh or maybe six, you know, it's very it's easy. Your guys uh rack up uh daily fantasy points and, and you can play round by round or whatever you got to, you know, day by day, if you're uh, playing on a baseball or basketball or a football pool. So, uh, or even hockey and you'll see wearing the Sabres tonight. So let's go Buffalo, right? Yeah, let's go Buffalo. And so the other uh, item on underdog is pick them. You pick five entries and uh, get 20 times your money. So go out there, sign up promo code blitz. Yeah, use promo code Blitz. That's It's a great website, great app. I use it. A lot of people use it. John's coming in defense and O-line, guys. That's what. That's a, that's a pretty broad on the defense, but yeah, O-line we know. But yeah, comment section is open if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube. I hope we us... pick defense in this draft at one, at some point, for sure. Yes, yes. And we'll talk, be just talking defense tonight, but guys, drop a comment, all that stuff. We also have a special announcement coming from the Buffalo Blitz. So yeah. on, on day one of the draft, they're Luca and Josh, Bill's ch- chat podcast. They're doing their live show 
on all Bill and Buffalo Network. So don't miss that on day one of the draft. We got a special thing coming from us on day two of the draft, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can see the graphic right now on your screen. 7 p.m. Eastern, April 28th, rounds two and rounds three. We will be live for the entirety, not just the Bills pick picks, but every single selection we will be live for starting at 7 p.m. until the draft ends, probably around 11.30 midnight. Live reactions and coverage on all picks in both second and third rounds with special guests to join. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. We'll let you guys know the special guests in the next week or two. But we are live from round two and round three. The Buffalo Blitz is going drafting on round two and round three. Lance, how excited are you for that? Dude, that's going to be incredible. I think uh, tons of excitement. Ever, you know, Hopefully... Um, we'll get more than just the two picks as we were talking about, uh, offline here. And that'd be pretty sweet to see, uh, you know, the bills, uh, pick up some action on day two of the draft. hundred percent. And guys, everything built in Buffalo, but all round two and round three will be covered here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And you guys can chime in on the comment section. Let us know, keep us company. We'll be there for four to five hours. Uh, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be an awesome night. We're, we're excited for that. Yeah, it's going to be great. Linebackers, Lance, talk of the town, talk of Buffalo, talk of Bill's Twitter right now at this moment. There's Jack Campbell, there's Trenton Simpson, Drew Sanders, some of the names that come to mind. But there's also, do they fit at the middle linebacker position? Can they call plays? Can they replace Tremaine Emmons immediately? So, Lance, I'm going to start with you. What is your, let's, you know what, well, we don't have to start with you. Let's talk about Jack Campbell. Give me your thoughts on Jack Campbell because he's the name that everyone is talking about right now at 27 or if the bills trade back into the second round. Yeah. I'm reading a lot of stuff um, from different sources and you know, everyone has kind of different rankings on guys, yeah. stuff like that. So it's really funny. So the, the one thing that just came out, right. Is the beast NFL draft guide on the athletic. And I was look went right to the linebackers immediately when I saw this come out and was very surprised to have Jack Campbell as their 52nd overall prospect there, their LB three actually. Um, and a second to third round grade on him. So um, very surprised actually to see, I'm sorry, he's squarely in the second round on that. So my mistake. So second round grade on him. Um, and then, you know, I thought with his measurables and his performance and, and the way he's kind of a leader already, a, you know, a senior coming out, I thought they would really um, value that kind of thing. But uh, there's obviously two guys ahead of him. Um, which we'll get to, and that's Drew Sanders and Trenton Simpson. So, um, I, I, that's my favorite pick for for uh, the Bills is Jack Campbell. I think second round would be ideal based upon the things I'm reading now. I'm not sure if he's worth the 27th overall, but you know, it's going to be interesting to see you know what positions are valued and kind of if there's a run on certain positions, then obviously um, they'll have to adjust to that. But I uh, wouldn't be terribly mad if they took him at 27, but. The more I'm reading, the more I'm talking myself uh, out of that being our first round pick, at least. So I put a tweet out about a week ago, and it was Jack Campbell's RAS score. That's his Ross score. So it's like they're, it's all their measurables. It's kind of like everything that's non-football tape. Kind of mm-hmm. that's what the RAS score is. Kind of, and it's a it was a high nines, and we know Bean loves a lot of those players, and. I said like this could be a safe option at round at pick twenty seven, 
And then as I've read stuff, I've done a little more research, and I'm listening to the quote-unquote experts, Daniel Jeremiah, the Tom McShays, the Mel Kuypers, they solely have Jack Campbell as a second-round linebacker and a second-round player. And it's not close, Lance. Most of them have him in the high 40s or early 50s. They don't have him at 35 as the player. And that doesn't mean that some players in their boards that are in the 40s and 50s will go in the, not go in the first round. Teams are needs. People a lot of times draft for needs instead of best player available, all that fun stuff. But I think the Bills are kind of in a crossroads right now with Jack Campbell, in my opinion. And I think Trenton Simpson and Drew Sanders, those are, I think those are the three linebackers that kind of stand alone, in my opinion. I, is tw- I think 27 might be too early for all three, right? But will all three yeah. of them be there, or what? Will they, will they be there at 59? That's where I kind of think. I mean, Drew I think Sanders they, is the 28th overall prospect, so I feel really good. If we take the 28th overall prospect yeah. at pick 27, seen- I would feel okay about that. But I've also Simpson seen- is now 38 on this list, and then Campbell at 52. Did so. You, did- did you see Mel Kuyper's recent mock draft? I don't know I when did. it came out. Yeah. That two and there was two rounds in it. He went Trenton Simpson. Downs at, in the second. Yeah. Yes. Trenton Simpson at 27 and Josh Downs in the second round. Yeah. Would, absolutely. Would you be, would you sign up for that draft? If if I handed that on a silver platter right now, first two rounds. Trenton Simpson at 27. And I know we have a little skepticism of Trenton Simpson because I do think he has the attributes, the speed, the talent. The dude runs like a 4-4. Like Trenton Simpson's a freak of nature. Is he a true middle linebacker? That's the problem. But was Tremaine Emmons a true middle linebacker? I don't know. Yeah, I think Trent Simpson like, and Josh Downs play the nickel, right? So I mean, if he's you're just looking for someone to play opposite Matt Milano in that nickel package, so I think Trenton Simpson would be nearly perfect for that role as well. Um, Jack Campbell would be more of a traditional uh, middle linebacker in like a 100%. you know four three defense. Yeah, and I, I like Trent Simpson and Josh Downs is like. A cool draft. Like I love Josh Downs, Lance. You know, I I I think Josh Downs is going to be an absolute stud. If you get him at fifty nine, you get Trent Simpson. The Bills, I think, hit a home run in the draft. It's just the linebacker position is weird, right? Like they didn't add anybody in free agency. They didn't add a single middle linebacker. Not even a veteran guy that you're just like, oh, he's kind of crap. But like we can work with it for a year potentially. Like they didn't even do that, Lance. Like, didn't even... Well, their version of that was like Ty- Tyrell Dodson, yeah. I think. You True, know, I guess. Like, I don't know. They didn't add That's... anybody. So yeah. the last time – and the Bills, usually when you look at Bean's drafting, usually try to get at least a competable starter at every single position heading into the draft. Like someone where like if we don't get that position, we don't have to reach so we can, we're can we okay with it. Like last year with Dane Jackson, yeah. it was, a corner was the biggest need. They still went corner, but they brought in Dane Jackson just in case the or had Dane Jackson in with Trey White just in case it didn't work with the how the board fell in the first round. They didn't do that at linebacker. They don't have that at linebacker, in my opinion. Like they have a right tackle, Spencer Brown, right? He's a, a comparable starter somewhat. If they don't go right tackle round one, round two, round three. Like they do that in every position. Middle linebacker or that second linebacker position is kind of feels like that position where they really don't like nobody that would start tomorrow has proved themselves. Like at least Dane Jackson, we knew what Dane Jackson kind of was. Yeah. Billy comes in. He thinks that they're going to play with house money and they might. I mean, that's what we're, we're talking about. There's only I mean, if one I just quote unquote true position of need is the line, another linebacker. Yeah. 
Bean talks about I mean, how but if they, I just think if they do that, then they are admitting that Bernard was kind of a wasted pick last year because mm-hmm. you have a third round linebacker from last year. And what do you do with him? I mean, is it just he's yeah. not I mean, he's not proven, like you said, to be able to start. But I mean, he is a third round pick from a year ago that you have to seriously Wait. look at like either that's a wasted pick or mm-hmm. he's going to play. I mean, I just I'll, think that's. Like I want to know what went through their mind when they drafted Troy Bernard because like his comp is Matt Mo- not his comp but like his comp position wise is Matt Milano, right? Yeah. Is that what they envisioned? Milano and Bernard starting together? I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I, I, it's weird. It's like I don't know what they envisioned. I see people in the comment sections. Uh, Daniel Adams, part of the Built and Buffalo Network. I see Danny, part of the Built and Buffalo Network, coming with Devin White. Like Devin White's not a bad option. Obviously, he's a great option, but like. It's gonna cost some draft capital to go get Devin White. Like it's not gonna be as easy as people think. They go get Devin White before the draft. Ah, uh, yeah, that's then we kind of maybe scratch off the middle linebacker need for a while okay. for the draft, and that would open up a lot of possibilities at twenty-seven. I still think it does. But Lance, are you so like like are you sold on a linebacker at twenty-seven? Like if they went like you, you're on board with Drew Sanders at twenty-seven. I think Drew Sanders fits the, you know, valuation and, and the quote unquote value. I think, you know, we had discussions on Twitter that, you know, if or even in the BIB chat, maybe it was uh, that, you know, if the guy that they pick at 27 becomes a perennial pro bowler and, and an all pro, then it's a good value pick. But um, we're not sure which guys are going to be able to do that and which guys perfectly fit our system. So I think that's something that's going to be interesting to see. I think that. The more, like I said, the more I look into this, the more I'm reading about uh, what other people are saying. I think that that's more of a, a day two uh, selection. Two in the, anyone uh, yeah. in the linebacker room, uh, probably not at 27. I think they they may need it, but they're probably going to move up. Or you know, if they see um, one of those receivers maybe falling, you know, or something like that, they may uh, move up and try to get one of those guys. Otherwise. I don't know. I mean, I'm still sort of hanging on to the tight end position a little bit at well, 27. I, I'm looking I know at some we're of not the talking about, ratings. So. I know, well, Lance, I know we're not talking about weapons tonight, but right. I do want to bring this point up because it's our show and we can talk about whatever heck we want, right? And I've been, yeah. if you follow me on Twitter, I've been killing, I kind of got to my own horn, but I've been doing a lot of draft visits and I've been just like kind of, scoping through it and kind of trying to find who's visiting the Bills, who's having dinner with the Bills, right? And they've done a lot of weapons. A lot of the ones that are reported, they've done a lot of weapons. Darnell Washington, tight end. They've done, let's see, Zay Flowers are having dinner with. Justin Shorter, who's kind of like a late day three pick, wide receiver, tight end combo. That's very intriguing. Jordan Addison, JSN, Luke Shoemaker, who's a round three, round four tight end from Michigan. Jalen Hyatt, uh, Payne Durham, the tight end from Purdue. Like these, they've basically met with every single first round wide receiver besides maybe potentially Josh Downs and Quentin Johnson. And they've met with Darnell Washington, who would be a freaking nature. I know A. Rich is a huge Darnell Washington guy. They've met with a couple tight ends, a hybrid and Justin Shorter from Florida. I don't know if it's smoke or not. But the amount of wide receivers and weapons they've met with, the wide receivers just pops to me, right? 
Like the tight ends, they're doing the thing. They met with like Darnell Washington, who you probably would have to take in the second round to get him. They, but they met with Luke Shoemaker, who you can get in round three and round four. Dane Parham from Purdue, who you probably can get in round five or round six. So they kind of done their due diligence there. But at the wide receiver room, they've met with everybody outside of Quinton Johnson and Josh Downs as the receiving room. And they also met with Tank Dell, who's probably a round two receiver. They've met with basically every receiver, Lance, that you would take and in the somebody- first round. Somebody mocked him to like I think it was Nate Geary mocked him at like one thirty seven for Tank Dell. That's I'm like, dude, if and then someone's like, oh man, don't take him. I'm like, it's one thirty seven. If he falls to one thirty seven, that's like amazing. But, wins? Do you buy? I know we're talking about linebackers. We'll get back on track in a second. Do you buy anything like with the with the wide receivers? Or are we just doing our due diligence? Or are they actually interested in taking a receiver at twenty seven? Selfishly, I hope they're they're interested but i think that um they haven't shown really that necessarily you know they didn't go and and take Brees hall last year everyone thought they might you know that instant playmaker guy that was going to be a stud right away and that's you know Bijan robinson this year i just think that it's you know i really think we're going to end up with an offensive lineman the more i've read today and yesterday i was doing some more um trying to really read a lot of other opinion articles and things like that and i think that um it's one of those things where you, I don't know the the biggest need is uh, like Roy's saying here in the comments to protect Josh Allen. Yeah. I think that's, get him weapons uh, as well. I think that's going to be their priority in round, you know, in early, early in the draft, depending on how the board plays, but they've been really fascinated with the right tackles. And I think they, they may have been in there. Sorry. I just had to bring that up because the amount of receivers no, we have cool. visited with and the amount of tight ends we have kind of met with. And if you follow me on Twitter, I can try to keep track of the best I can. But it's it's eye popping. I know people could say it's smoke, and it might as well be smoke. But if you're going to meet with basically every first round wide receiver, you're clearly interested in taking a receiver yeah. at 27 if the board falls the way you want. Like Jalen Hyatt, love Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, that's he's a huge stretcher like, at 27. Like, yeah. and I like look if JSN's at 27, you take him. I I, oh, yeah. I don't think he gets to 27. But like if he gets Jalen Hyatt, you got to get up there and get him. I think you know? yeah. But, like, Jalen Hyatt at 27 is a beautiful field stretcher that I think the Bills would fall in love with. Imagine you had Hyatt. Imagine you had Davis and Diggs and then Hardy and Sherfield in the slot with that speed. Like, that's a combination that, like, it's hard to pass up on. And I don't know. T's coming in. I know we talked about tight ends a couple weeks ago. But, Lance, quickly, because it's T, because she's part of Bill Buffalo, we got to give Absolutely. her an answer. Any tight ends that come to mind quickly? Love a lot of them. I mean, they're highly ranked. You, these guys, there's the three they are. are in like the top. Uh, sorry, let me pull this up quick. Yeah, well, yeah, there's no there's top no 20. Way. There's two tight ends. And then the third, third and fourth are top 30. Yep. And then it's the Luke Musgrave, who I haven't talked much about. Oh, uh, I don't even they, know if we touched much on him. We uh, didn't. In our tight end show. But we did um, not. then Darnell Washington at 30 on this uh, list here from The Athletic. So, Darnell Washington's uh, a freaking agent. Absolutely. So, I mean, you have in the top 50, you have four and then 51 is the fifth and Tucker Craft, who the Bills have been linked to as well. So um, one of those things where I think if, you know, Mayor, I think if Michael Mayer is there at 27, you absolutely take him. I just don't see how you pass that up. It's another weapon for Josh Allen at the same time as protection because he can block, too. Mm-hmm. And it helps improve, um, you know, maybe your run game and things like that. So that's I think that's nearly a perfect pick at 27 for me but um you can have guys like t mentioned with shoemaker in the third potentially 
Um, Zach Koontz has been mentioned a lot uh, later on, fifth round. And uh, then my favorite is Cameron Latou from Alabama, which is a, you know, fifth, sixth round pick. Um, I think it'd be perfect to see if we could grab him um, later there. So Payne Durham, uh, they met with at Purdue. I have a fourth, fifth round grade on him. He's not a bad option. I think like a third, fourth, fifth round tight end is not a bad option. Like a big body guy. Another yeah. another kind thing of is there's some guys even in, in the uh, free agent list that I wouldn't mind having. Like, you know, uh, Jaleel Billingsley out of Texas, um, a senior kid who's uh, runs a four five seven. So I think that, you know, he's someone you could probably get undrafted even. Yeah. You know, he's 22 years old. So, you know, real young, you know, experienced yet young kind of kid. There's a lot of um, fifth, sixth, seventh, some uh, one seventh year guy here. You know, the kid's already 26 years old going into the NFL, but um, from Louisiana, uh, Johnny Lumpkin. So, uh, yeah, I, I think there's some good players out there to be had. I just don't know if we need to draft one. I would like to draft one because a lot of uh, these kids do seem like they could have a future and our system would benefit that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think like, the loose shoemaker is not a bad option, uh, but Roy's coming in. Does Zay Flower's size concern you? No, because I think he fits would fit perfectly for the Bills. You have Diggs, Davis, and the Zay Flowers on the inside. I think that's perfect. Like if if you're forcing him to play outside all the time, then probably yeah, it does. But then you're probably not utilizing him to his strength. But yeah, hundred percent. Zay Flowers, I don't concern about his size. He's not a bad pick at twenty seven either. And they've met. And with the him cool thing is, we might be able to get two of the top 10 receivers in the first three rounds, theoretically, if I'm going to say this name just because Tim on Twitter earlier. So Cedric Tillman, right? Second, third round. If he fell to us at the third round, you absolutely take him. But what if you took a Zay Flowers, Jalen Hyatt at 27 or traded up to 23 or 20 or something, got a receiver, but then they also fall to you at 91. You're kind of like, well, why not? You double dipped on defensive end one year back to back picks. I wouldn't really be too shy. If you can get two of the top 10 with your two of your first three picks in the draft, I wouldn't mind doing that. Maybe sandwich a linebacker in there or an offensive lineman. If they can get a guy, you know, like yeah. uh, Matt Bergeron from Syracuse or something. Like I, that. I was about to ask you, like, I know we'll get back to linebackers in a second, but the draft is so fun to talk about. And yeah. like, if you, we said, if you ask questions, we'll go, we'll get off topic in a second. We don't mind. I, I don't mind. Lance, do you, I don't think you mind. I know, I'm ready uh, to go, buddy. But if they go, let's say Zay Flowers is 27, right? And then they go second round. I'm going to go back to the O-Lyman. Let's say they go a Bergeron or a John Michael Schmitz or Joe Tipman, right? An O-Lyman that you're satisfied with, guard or Cody Marsh or something like that, right? An interior lineman or a tackle, right? And then they double down with Cedric Tillman in the third round. That's an insane draft. And that's like, I think that would blow people's minds away if they went receiver, O-line, receiver. Or you could do receiver, linebacker, O-line, receiver. There's a lot of different ways the Bills can do this, and I want to go back to a comment that I saw. If you go back to that Trenton Simpson, Josh Downs, and then add Cedric Tillman pick right after that, that would be insane. Like, that would be – I would love that. (laughs) I want to go back to a comment up here about the linebackers. John from Facebook came in a little while ago, 8.08 p.m. We missed this. They may grab two linebackers, some more depth, second and third rounds. I don't know. I don't think that's an option for the Bills. And that's I just want them to get 
the top end linebackers because we have Joe Bernard, who is a more of a depth linebacker already. I think they're a one linebacker draft. It's a one linebacker draft, right? Yeah, it really would be. I mean, I think like if like uh, Diabate gets undrafted or they have him at 205, they could take him. They could UDFA. But yeah, and then maybe a UDFA, um, you know, a lot of, you know, there's a few guys. I think, you know, having a guy named Bumper Pool would be kind of cool. <laughs> you just want the name, man. <laughs> you just want the um, name, man. So if they, got, if they got Drew Sanders and Bumper Pool, both from mm-hmm. Arkansas, teammates, that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I have no idea how that is a real name in, in real life, but that's awesome. Did we not? Did we say there's no top tier linebackers in round two? I well, I think Jack Campbell was the round two guy we we're talking about. Probably Drew yeah. Sanders might um, slip into the second round too. So it was Trenton Simpson, day one. Uh, yeah, Sanders, Simpson, and Campbell are both are all uh, first or second round players. Yeah. Uh, Campbell is just labeled as second round on the list I'm looking at right now, but I think he has a potential for the first round as well. So nah, you're good, man. Yeah. No worries. I just wanted no worries, we, man. No worries. We don't she, think we're we don't think going for the depth guys in the, yes. in the second to third fourth round kind of guys those and getting multiple linebackers makes sense um, that are depth quality that doesn't necessarily make sense we want to get one stud linebacker and that and then add that to our room because we already have kind of like bale inspector and Trell bernard from last year's draft where those guys are more depth players they're going to play special teams we have medikavich who is a special teamer who's a depth linebacker so we're we're just looking at you know, adding one linebacker to this room that's really going to compete and stand out and kind of replace Tremaine Edmonds and give us the best chance to have uh, as little drop-off as possible from that position because Tremaine Edmonds did just a lot of stuff that I think people, just average fan watching, might not realize, but when you analyze everything that he does on the field, getting the team in position, and then his play, especially in pass coverage, I think um, we do want someone who could fit the – the holes a little bit better at linebacker, but um, you know, we still wouldn't mind taking a guy who can cover because our it's a passing league and, and what we need to do is defend the pass ultimately in the end. I think if you don't get a linebacker in round one, round two, round three, you bail on the linebacker position. Yeah. I I I uh, if you I, like there's nothing against a linebacker in round four, round five. Like they could be very good, but are they gonna come in right away and start at middle linebacker? Yeah, it doesn't solve sh- any issue, right? It's just another development piece. I'd be shocked like if when you a team's take, trying to go to win a Super Bowl, right? If you take Jack Campbell, your Simpson or Sanders, even Day One Henley, most likely they're starting Day One, or you expect them to start Day One, or that's the plan. You go and nothing against. I even like a D winners, and I think he's around three guy. I don't know if he starts round one, Day One. I don't know right. if uh, Mike Jones from LSU or Cam Jones from Indiana Who? or Ventral Miller from Florida. Like those guys. Or four, five, six round guys. I don't think they start round one, like day one. I, 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 yeah. You either go I like, linebacker you know, on day this, one or day two, or you don't go linebacker at all. Because like, you're not uh, what's, like, Noah you're not, Sewell, maybe, but I don't think he's going to start day one. Who? Like you said, I think Noah Sewell. Yeah, I like no. I can get on board Noah Oregon. Sewell. I'm around three grade on him. I I can get on board with that. I'm not against that. I just still think, but that would still be a 50 50 toss up for me for day one starting, and that's not a bad option. Sure. Like. But I feel like I also like Dorian Williams out of Tulane, but I think that he's, you know, one of those guys, like you say, it's, it's not someone that's 
I think Sanders, Simpson, Campbell, maybe Henley are I just think like, Henley. I think Henley's you know, starting to slide up there to that spot, maybe in round two. Like exactly, you know, you can plug them in, and they're gonna probably earn the spot anyway with competing with the guys we have. I got a question for you, right? I'll throw Henley in here, but that Henley might be a cop out answer here. Out of do you think Campbell, Simpson, Sanders, and we can say Henley are one of them there at fifty nine? The Bills, no trades, nothing. Are one yeah, of them absolutely. there? One of them is going to be there. Yeah, I, th- I don't. So think do you wait to fifty nine? I would. I mean, I think that that's the play. I think you have to see. What's there though? I mean, what's was there a run on receiver right before you and you didn't trade up and now you're left with the choice of, you know, how do they feel about a Michael Mayer if the receivers yeah. went and maybe tight ends fell and now you have your pick of Kincaid or Mayer? Are you in on that? I don't know what their feelings are. I mean, there's differing opinions. I love getting a tight end if it's if it's the top two guys at 27. I think it'd be perfect. But that's just my own philosophy. That's not necessarily saying he fits with what Ken Dorsey wants to do. But I think if we just get these players, it kind of forces Dorsey's hand to use these guys a little bit more. And it takes the, you know, Quentin Quentin Morris is decent enough, but he's, you know, he's a replacement level tight end. He's not a weapon. He could true... be he can be inactive on every day. Well, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think there's a star linebacker this draft, so rather wait till round three or. Well. That's risky, like it, it, it because you're drafting a linebacker in this draft. That's a middle linebacker. You're not of drafting. All, if we got one of those three in the fifth round. That'd be dope. Yeah, but you're drafting a linebacker in the middle. If you're, you're if you're drafting a middle linebacker in this draft, right? You're drafting a middle linebacker. You're going to a guy that's going to anchor the defense with Milano. You are not drafting another Milano. You already did that with Terrell Bernard. Like you already have depth of Specter and Dodson, the sh- odds that a third to a fifth round guy, maybe round three I can get on board. That's different. Round three is a little different. But anybody on the day three that can come in and eventually be a starting middle linebacker, it's the odds are not likely, right? It just doesn't seem like the value pick for the Bills. If you're gonna go linebacker, you go round two. You may be reaching at twenty seven. Like, I don't think that's the best option, but Lance and I will break it down that Friday night and talk about it 100%, and we think that might be, not be a bad option. If he's a stud, I don't give a damn if he was picked at 27. I really don't. Like, if the Bills think Jack Campbell can be our middle linebacker, yeah, go for it. Go for yeah, it, right? Absolutely. Go for it. And if I wouldn't, board, I'm not going to be mad if I see any of the top no. four we talked about um, going early. I mean, if that's what they think – um, I'll actually be encouraged because it makes, it'll make us like, feel like we're understanding this team and the roster makeup yeah. that they want. They go detackle around one. Even. My brain might explode. Yeah. If they hit Mozzie Smith at 27, then I owe some people in BIB chat some money, you know? So I hope and that my, doesn't And happen. Lance and I will talk, <laughs> my brain might explode. Uh, yeah. DF forever's coming in. Would you be upset if we went tight end round one? Lance would not. Nope. Not at all. Well, well, wait. That, I qualify that though. If it's mayor, I have hundred percent be happy. Kincaid. I'm not sold outside of mayor, even Kincaid. I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't be mad, but I wouldn't be elated. I would be super pumped if we got mayor at 27. I think the value pick for tight end is like round three or round four of like a shoemaker or like the, the mayor's better than those guys. I just think if you're going to be a tight end two with, Knox, like shoemaker around three, 
Payne Durham round four, round five, but Darnell but Washington round in play slot too. Yeah, he's Darnell Washington in round two, Lance at fifty nine. Darnell Washington is not a bad option. Darnell, yeah, like, that I don't guy think he gets has. There, but if he got to fifty nine and we picked him, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but Mayer, like, like if you're gonna go round one tight end at twenty seven, better be freaking Michael Mayer. Yeah, absolutely. It better be freaking Michael Mayer because Michael Mayer is a stud. And every time I say like, oh, I don't want a tight end around one or I don't want B. John, nothing against the player. I just don't I think there's bigger needs at the yeah. round tw- 27. But like Michael Mayer is a stud. If the Bills somehow want B.J. Robinson at 27, I'd be mad. But the guy's a stud. Like he'll be absolutely. a stud for us. It's just, I don't know if it's the values there. But Michael Mayer and also a really good blocker. Maybe opens up Dawson Knox even more. But but so that's, that's can the you question. get a really so good look at what we – we look at what we added this offseason. Yeah. So let me ask you this. How, and this is kind of what I've been struggling with myself, is how big or how much do you put stock in what we signed this offseason? Because we, we didn't sign a tight end free agent, but yeah. we signed free agent wide receivers. We signed free agent, uh, you know, backup offensive linemen, and then a guard, right? So two we guards. signed, right, two guards. Two guards. So we signed... Um, some of these positions that are quote unquote need. Now we didn't sign the linebacker and we didn't sign a tight end. And now we, we do have Dawson Knox. I get that, but behind Dawson Knox, there's not much. And we're getting bit last year a little bit more by the injury bug. And maybe they want to have, it never can hurt to have more good players, no matter what their position is. So I think, what do you think about like, especially linebacker and tight end does not signing a free agent say anything about, uh, those positions. 100%. Would... Uh, I think they take a linebacker and I think they take a tight end in this draft. But is that tight end in round four or round five? Like that might be where they go, I think, in my opinion. I don't know. But yeah, that, I think that has 100%. Bean usually doesn't give a ton of holes. And like the tight end's not a hole position. It's not a hole. You have Dawson Knox. Not a hole. That's yeah. not a hole. And the linebacker. You're one injury right? away from him being a hole, you know? Yeah, 100%. You so you are at a lot of other positions too, but that's the National Football League. You can't create right. elusive depth. Uh, they try to do that at the guard position. And I actually think they did. I think David Edwards is probably better than people think, and I think Connor McGovern's gonna be really good. And the people like Bates, right? So maybe they kind of mm-hmm. don't go guard because of that. Maybe that reason. I like. I do think they they tight ends one hundred percent in play. I don't know if it's in play at twenty seven. But if Michael Mayer's there at 27, I bet you he's really higher in their freaking big board. I, he has to be, in my opinion. And if they go best player available, that's 100% in board. If they go super need at 27, I don't think tight ends. Linebacker is the super need. I, that's yeah. their and right, and right tackle for, for us, yeah. For us. Now they might – I don't know what they do they, think do they on they the right edge? tackle thing, but I just – you have – I mean, you have to think that you need uh, a right tackle. I'm not even going to entertain what you just said. Edge? Really? Like, yeah, I know. Edge would stink. Unless it's Nolan Smith. <laughs> or, it wouldn't stink. It's great as long as he's amazing, but it's just, it's uh, more wait, of a ready? frustration ready? that we're not making our offense. We're not making ready? a concerted effort to get a big guy on offense. Nolan Smith, round one. Jack Campbell, round two. Wide receiver, round three. Yeah, I mean, we talked about you know Cedric Tillman being there potentially round three would be cool. Um, would you be okay with that? Jaden Reed. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that you have to, I'm going to be okay with whatever they do. And I'm going to, you know, I think that right now, the thought of that is like, I don't think that's what they're going to do. But if that's what, you know, they end up doing, that's why they're in the position they're in. And I'm sitting here talking to you on YouTube. Yeah. So <laughs> the only defensive player in round one is inside linebacker. Buckle your seatbelt, DF forever. DN's 100% on board. It's 100% in play in round one. But I don't think the board falls through. I don't think the board falls the way it does, right? I, I don't think there's an like guys that have edges. Like Will Anderson won't be there. Murphy, Tyree Wilson, Nolan Smith probably won't be there. Like, do they go Will McDonald at twenty-seven? Probably not. Isaiah Foskey at twenty-seven. Luca Van Ness, B.J. Ojolari, Kian White. Like those guys, no, right? So I don't think the board falls to twenty-seven in the line in the edge position. So I don't think you have to worry about that. The tackle makes no sense unless it's Jalen Carter. But Jalen Carter's not getting to 27. So it doesn't really matter. But linebackers, yeah, like Drew Sanders, Daywan Henley, Trenton Simpson. Those guys are all on in play at 27. Like it or not, they're in play at 27. But there might be a little more value at the end of the draft. Lance, are we ending the show tonight with a, a draft again? Simulator? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Do we you want you want to want to talk you. some safe want to talk some safeties? Love a safety. Love a Let's good talk. safety. So we obviously ooh, have ooh, done some wait. work. I want to get to this. I like this. Specter and Simpson started together in 2021 at Clemson and had similar numbers in tackles, tackles for loss, and passes defense. Are we sure Simpson is be- that much better than Specter? Yes. Yes. I'm sure. Yes. Are you not sure? Because Trenton Simpson's a freak of nature. Like, did you Trent say yes to her or yeah, sure? Like Trent, 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 Trent Simpson's a stud. Not a four, four, three. Like, yeah. Bale Inspector was a date, a seventh round pick what's, for a reason. What's the big? What's the big knock on Simpson? Is that he's too reactionary? He doesn't read. That's coachable. This is he the was, thing you got to remember with the with the NFL draft. You got to go for things that you cannot coach: speed, size intangibles those things that like you can't teach speed you can't teach someone to be six five uh you know like jack campbell you know you have to get these some of these traits and then believe that you can make them read the offense better and make and think less and play faster like that's a coachable thing that trenton simpson can improve on so he's already got the size and the speed at six two two thirty five at a four four three 40 like he's a stud Balen Specter's not that they're the same weight and like Simpson's more athletic faster I kind of knocks on Specter I'm reading like his draft report here uh doesn't have enough speed power of bulk to fit any linebacker position perfectly in the NFL doesn't yeah. does not blow up targets uh many inside tack tackles or catching drags which will be more difficult to make at the next level there's a reason this website has him as a UDFA, and there's a reason he was drafted in the seventh round. Nothing against Bill Inspector. I think the Bills like him, but I'm not going to put him on the same pedestal as Trenton Simpson. I'm not going to do that. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, would you piss your pants? Yeah. Round one, 100%. Lance? I'd rather not piss my pants. Oh, okay. You on board for Jameer Gibbs in round one? No. Okay. I like Jameer Gibbs. I like him as a player. What the heck's the point of taking Jameer Gibbs? 
I got him in my uh, Madden fr- franchase. Took Jameer Gibbs. When when you know? when 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 did you get him in the draft? In that, uh, I think it was like third round. Okay, so he's not going to be in the third round. Like he's going to be around. He might be around one. Oh, player. absolutely. He might be, but he was there in the third round. I had to take him. Hundred percent. I don't like Jameer Gibbs for the Bills. I like Jameer Gibbs the player. I like Jameer Gibbs the talent. What's the point? You have Hines and Cook and Damian Harris. Harris is only here for a year. That's the argument. That's a horrible argument. It's a horrible maybe. argument. You don't maybe draft. Don't know. You don't have to run it back in the round one and be like, "Oh well, this guy's gonna be gone in the year." So then we'll have like that's not how what running backs. You start. You draft to run back in round one. He starts immediately. That's like probably start- why they didn't draft. Brees uh, Hall. Brees Hall last year. Absolutely. 100%. So I think that. When we're talking about safeties, though. Oh, yeah. Let's bring up some safeties. Give me, well, give me a safety. We're, we're, man, the comments are coming in hot, so that's why. That's where we're getting yeah, off topic. They, sorry, do you think they trade up, what do you think the odds uh, they trade up for a uh, receiver in round one? We're always asking. The next comment that we get off track for needs to be a super chat. Let's go. Yeah, super chats on YouTube. Let's go. Before we then get we'll back. change direction. Um, odds are very good. I think that – I think they – trade either up or down i don't think they make the pick at 27 that's my only prediction for the draft is that they don't actually make the 27th selection but i think uh if they do trade up it damn well better be for either a tackle or a receiver yeah 100 percent. in the second best halfback slides round three no that was in madden that was in lance's madden league so that was what i was where i took him in my madden franchise no. it has nothing to do with real life Jameer Gibbs probably won't get out of round one. If he's not, he'll be off the board in the first seven picks of round two. Safeties. We're talking about safeties. Lance, give me a safety. You think the Bills should be targeting round one, round two, round three, round four, round five, round six? Round uh, just rounds just, just give me three and rounds six or seven. What's their pick? 205. What's that? Six? Round yeah. six? Um, so round three. Three guys I, I really like here. I, I like – there's like five. Sorry. Christopher Smith's my first one. <laughs> I, I actually like the safety class a lot. Um, Christopher Smith from Georgia um, at 91 for me would be a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Robinson out of Florida State also at 91 wouldn't be a bad pick, I don't think. And my third one that I'll, I'll pick – it's a toss up between Sidney Brown and Jair Brown, but one of the two Brown players would be great. I I like the safety class. And Sidney Brown is four four seven forty. That's amazing for a safety. The safety class, I think the Bills can really hit the nail on the head in that third to fifth round kind of range, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You got a guy that can sit a year. A guy that doesn't have to come in and start. Like you said, Christopher Smith. Maybe a Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame. Jartavius Martin yeah. from Illinois. Did you mention him? Sorry, I was looking up something. Nope. No, I haven't actually read too much. Is he got him on me? 4 4 6 40. Wow, yeah. Dude flies. And I think he's probably won't be there maybe in round four, round five, just because I have a round three grade on him. I don't know. I think round four, round five is a safety bar. Jartavius Martin, maybe a Trey Dean from Florida, Shamari Connor from Virginia Tech, Tyke Smith from Georgia, Quindo Johnson from Memphis. 
there's a lot of good safeties that you can take in round four, round five, that you can develop and be maybe potential starters a year or two down the road. Like maybe like a Demar Hamlin, like the, exactly what they did with Demar Hamlin. I don't yeah, think like sure. if you want to go safety, like, like the Bills are currently meeting or have visits and workouts playing with Brian Branch, Alabama, and Jordan Battle, Alabama. I have a round one grade on Branch, and I have a round two grade on Jordan Battle. Right, that's where I see those two guys. Like I think that's kind of out of the question for the Bills. I think there the Bills are just doing their due diligence. I don't think they can take a Jordan Battle in round two or Brian Branch in round one. Like I don't know if they want to do that with Poyer, with Hyde, and they already brought in Taylor Rapp. I don't know if that fits the Bills, but I think a round four guy like Lance, if they went Christopher Smith at ninety one, that's not a bad option. I still think round three might be too early for a safety. Am I yeah, crazy to say that? Am I crazy to no, say it that? Probably is. I wouldn't. I would wait till four or five for sure. Maybe five I, or six don't, I don't. I think I don't see an impact there in year one at the safety position because yeah. I still think right. they would be behind Taylor Rapp if Poirier or Hyde went down. And they brought in Taylor Rapp to play. Not every yeah, snap, but he's they're going to use Taylor Rapp. And so you know that Kenny's coming in. Cave, uh, Merriweather. He's kind of a UDFA. Uh, yeah, I have a sixth, seventh round. And you know, it could be a guy they take late. Um, trying to look up. Roy came in with a guy. Uh, McCallister. Tanner McCallister. I've seen him anywhere. I haven't done not. I've not heard of Tanner. I have a lot of people on my big boards. Don't know much about Tanner McCallister. Jair Brown, Kenny said. But I have a second, a third round grade on Jair Brown. I still think that might be too early for the Bills. I, 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 don't, I don't know what the safety position, where it kind of lands with the Bills. Yeah, it's tough I because, like you say, you, you don't want to. Even with the running back, you said you don't want to draft like a third uh, stringer and then have them come in later, right? That early in the draft. So you got to wait till later to kind of draft those third stringers, right? Yeah. Like if they drafted a safety, where, where do they play year one? I don't really see a path minus major injuries. Yeah. It's just special teams, really. It's special teams and it's your fourth safety. And what if Demar comes back? Mar was pretty good as a starter. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Would you say he was above average? Or average? Uh, Tanner McAllister, Ohio State safety, 447. Ooh, he can move. 511. What do they have? That's small. His grade is 62.3 out of 100, according to the uh, NFL draft buzz. What do they have his draft projection at? UDFA. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, UDFA, uh, they'll bring in a safety. Outside at of 100. You know, yeah, they'll bring a UDFA guy. Um, 100%. I, 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 DeMarco Helms, he loves, uh, from Alabama. I have a fourth, fifth round grade. I think he's kind of was stuck behind Jordan Battle and he was stuck behind Brian Branch. That's tough guys to be stuck behind. He's not a bad option. The two Florida yeah, guys, kind of going back to go ahead. The two, the two Florida guys that keep coming back to Trey Dean yeah. and Rashad Torrance from Florida. I have fourth and fifth round. They're, those are early day three guys. Those two guys are 100% in play, in my opinion, in round four for the Bills. And I would not bat an eye and be mad if they took those guys on their first pick in day three. Round four, huh? Okay. What do you think about Trey Dean, Rashad Torrance? Too early for round four? I thought so, but I mean, I guess, uh, you know, wherever we get them, I wouldn't be mad. Um, like I say, I think that having guys that played behind Kyrie Elam, um, having yeah. that familiarity just – is probably doesn't have as much value 
or people probably don't believe that there's as much value as there could be for getting those guys, you know, with that experience already and with that relationship already in place. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll run a mock draft at the end. Don't worry, DF. Don't worry. Stay to the end. We're going about 9, 905, like we always do. If you guys missed this episode, always you can always rewatch it on Facebook or YouTube. But if you prefer the podcast version, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, comes out tomorrow morning on the Boom Buffalo Podcast Network. But yeah, like the safety position, it's it's it reminds me of the D tackle position. I think the sweet spot is D tackle maybe more round three because I think it's more of an immediate need potentially down the road than the safety is. But round four, round five, like yeah, I, I round four, round five. I think for a safety, like Lance, at, is there any safety at twenty seven that's on the board that you're like I have to take, or is that just too out of the ballpark? I don't think you have to take Brian Branch, but I wouldn't be mad if they did. Okay. I mean, he's the guy. He's the best safety in this class. Um, 100%. I think Brian Branch. I love Brian Branch. I still don't just don't see a need. Yeah, there's not. And I know you don't draft for need all the time, but you're really not. See him really being the best player available. Um, It's just even if he's even if he's the 20th best player on your board, there's got to be someone else there that makes more sense. As a BPA, where I, would, there's no scenario. I don't think that he would be the the lone BPA on your board. Where would you take Brian Branch? Like, where would you put him? I mean, if you trade back into the late, 30s, but what do you do with 40s, him? Forties. He's your uh, third safety, you, and then you let see, Hyde go. Well, no, but you see what he what he can do maybe in the slot uh, early on in his career. Um, I don't love him there, but I'm just saying, but like, like you, but Lance, ready, ready. We're taking a first. I know you're not. You're not preaching that, right? That's yeah, I'm, no, gonna, no. I'm gonna make that clear. Lance is not preaching safety round one. But if you we're 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 countering the arguments that someone is. If you go Brian Branch round one and you said, Oh, we might have to move him the slot, then you just took the guy in round one and you moved him away from his best position. Right. <laughs> like But you're it, talking about doing that a little bit at you know, potentially some offensive line spots. Like say you got uh, John Michael Schmitz uh, in the second round. He's not going to play center. Smitch Morse is there. So yeah, he's going to play guard. Or, but that's uh, a little different. Initially. So, I mean, I think it's just you You talk about some of these DBs being – and um, what the heck's the kid's name that the Ravens took last year? Uh, oh, was a kid out of Kansas I'll State? Hamilton, right? Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. You know, those kind of guys. And I'm not saying that Brian Branch is Kyle Hamilton by any means. I'm just saying that, you know, these guys have the ability – to to be you know at the end of the day they got to cover somebody and whether it's a zone that they're covering or a man i think that branch would be capable and get valuable experience early on um yeah this is this is the argument that the problem is <clears throat> it's like like you're, you're taking taron johnson the spot like one of the best nickel clock corners in the spot Moving Michael guard where he has played and where he can sell as a friend that moving brand from safety to that's true, uh, Roy. So, uh, Peter's breaking up on us. We'll see if he can get uh, that taken care of and we'll keep going. So, a um, couple of safeties uh, we talked about here uh, Branch, 
Sidney Brown, Jamie Robinson, uh, and then the the kids from Florida, Rashad Torrance, and let's see if uh, Peter's back in here. Nope, not yet. He's going to reconnect. So um, the next position we want to talk about a little bit is uh, cornerback. I don't think we need to uh, even draft a cornerback at all in this draft, but if we did, you know, looking at a guy that might slip down, um, a slot corner that I really like, obviously, being a Syracuse fan is Garrett Williams from Syracuse. I think he could play slot. He's a young option. Um, gives you um, gives you the the ability to play the dime position a little bit more. So um, I, th I, I really like Garrett Williams out of Syracuse as well. So, again, I don't think we're going to do too much at cornerback uh, when you – talk about the Bills draft, it, there may be um, a, a guy later in the draft, I, a guy that I like real late on, um, see how far he will slip down is Jacorian Bennett out of Maryland. I think he, you know, has really good speed and size for a cornerback. And that's kind of, like I said before, you can't teach the intangibles. You have to, um, you know, take these things, the speed guys, the big guys that can be coached up and, uh, you know, have a have the ability to come in and, and learn your scheme. So Peter's back. I don't know what happened. Uh yeah. The wind must be. No idea what happened. Blew your internet away. Ah, okay. What what were we talking about, Lance? We touched on uh Garrett Williams and I touched on Jacorian Bennett as cornerbacks. Um oh, I've kind of wrapped up the safety topic. And then um yeah, so do you have any corner? I was saying that, you know, there's no big need for corner. They may right. not even draft one at all in this draft, but if they did, you know, you know, it's kind of a fifth round, sixth round type of guy, potentially maybe fourth round if they really like a guy. But, um, you know, then I mentioned Garrett Williams from Syracuse being a good slot option and uh, Jacorian Bennett from Maryland being a later round option. So the only guy I would mention is Darrell Wooter Jr. from South Alabama. And the reason I mention that is because the Bills are meeting with him and have a visit lined yep, up. Makes perfect sense. So I have a round three grad on him. I'm not a, a, too in tied with him, but he's a small school corner. Last time they took a small school corner, that was Taron Johnson. I think this is not a bad option. The problem is they don't. I don't think I see a round three, round four pick for a corner for the Bills. I just yeah. don't see it. But I think it's worthy to mention it because, in fact, they are meeting with him. They have a visit lined up. I mean, they're going to go with him, but they're doing their due diligence. So I think that is 100%. Sounds like you're uh, having some issues again, sir. Um, yeah, let's see how big he is. Six foot, uh, four, four, six, forty. So, um, you know, late, late uh, seventh round, maybe UDFA. So uh, Darrell Luter Jr. out of South Alabama, not a bad option late in the draft, obviously. So, um, yeah, Peter having a little technical difficulty here. We'll try to get him back up and running. Uh, we'll just give him a minute, and then we can get into the mock draft simulator and see if he's ready to go. Um, Let's pull this up here. All right. So this has a lot of ads, but 
we're going to go with it anyway. So this is the mock draft simulator. And we're going to obviously select as the Buffalo Bills. So let's see what they got here. I have no idea what's going on, Lance. I don't know either, man. This is the first time I've ever had Wi-Fi issues in this house. I'm in my college house. I'm a senior at Providence College. I have a Wi-Fi booster. I'm right by the Wi-Fi outlet or router. Excuse me. I've never had Wi-Fi issues. Sometimes I got freeze, but you can still hear me talk. You know what I mean? And then I just keep yeah, going. Yeah, no, this was... This, yeah, it's also college Wi-Fi. It is college Wi-Fi, but I have a Wi-Fi booster in my room. This is the first time since I've been here since September I've had Wi-Fi issues. So it's not Ben. I come back. I'm back here. We're almost done. No worries. What do we got, Lance? What do we got, man? What do we I got? Started before? up the old mock draft simulator. Let's, let's get this I, going fast because you never know. This thing might just uh Absolutely. You want me the uh, hee-ho. Well, you want Will Levis at 27? Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one, man. <laughs> do we get any good trades? No, they were all uh something I wouldn't have really accepted. And I kind of ignored them because I wanted to do one without trades first. JSN. So a lot of people uh, are gone here from Nobody what there. we would want to take here. No. Uh, Bijan, I mean, Bijan's like the no. going to be the favorite there. Awan Jones not a bad option, but while you're waiting, is there any player you would move up early in round one by using your next year's round one? I don't know. Like Jalen Carter, I guess. I don't know. Are you giving up next year's first for Jackson Smith or Jigbo Lance? No. I hope that I'm not giving up next year's. Um, so since there's not a lot of uh players in this, Mozzie Smith, like, please don't take Mozzie Smith at 20. I see you, Kenny. I'm gonna pass on that one, man. Yeah, and there's not any of the big um interior linemen. There is uh Duan Jones, Anton Harrison could say they they may like that, they may take that. Um, but I mean, if we go, we have our pick of the three linebackers so i mean sticking with that you know who do you think uh you would take you want to go i would go wide receiver i would go hyatt i think wide receiver is the pick here at 27 okay yeah like day one jones is not a bad option but i i think they would go wide receiver here perfect i'm all aboard the hyatt train so good he's a field stretcher i think joe Hyatt's a stud he's a field stretcher i think the bills could do wonders with him i just wonder about having the guys at that we signed uh, in the house. Um, I think Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy are more speedster inside kind of guys. And Hyatt is another outside guy. Going to play outside. Great. Go to linebacker. Let's see if we survive it. Nope. We got Henley if you want him, but uh, didn't get the, any of the other we, three. So. This is the risk guys. Like this is the risk that the bills are going to have to ponder on draft night. Um, I know DF is saying Drew Sanders, but was he the pick at 27? I don't know. Do you take day one Henley here? Um, I'd rather take Bergeron than Henley, but what do you think? Well, if we don't take Henley here, we scratch linebacker. Right? Yeah, I mean, then it's, you know, fourth, fifth round, taking a Sewell Williams guy. But you, like we said earlier, it's not, so, you know, not Lance, something that. I went high in round one. What do you got, man? I'm trusting you. 
Right. I'm going to take the kid from okay. Syracuse because I'm a homer. Matthew Bergeron's a very interesting prospect here, guys. He can play the right tackle position. He can also slide in and play guard. I know they like David Edwards, who I think could be decent for the Bills, but Connor McDovern and Ryan Bates are probably your two starting guards right now. Lance, would you agree? Yep. Bergeron could battle Bates for that right guard position. He also could oh, That beat. is a haul right there. Look at that. Yeah, that just makes no sense. He could also beat out Spencer Brown for right tackle and be your future right tackle. Absolutely. <sighs> Derek Holmes. And Henley's oh, still oh, here. Take him, take him, take him, take him. Take him. I, I liked Gervon Dexter there too, but we'll see. Uh, he He's didn't good. drop. But, yeah, Henley drops to round three. That's insane, dude. That's This is a home. This is absolutely crush right now. Can we get a D tackle we like here? Yeah, Roy should be available. Uh, maybe he'll get taken. Let's see where Let's he's see. at. No, he's still there. Take him. Wait, I want to see. The, give me the whole D tackle list before we take. Just take Roy. Kendrick Corbin, I like too, but I like I like Jay Quan Jay Roy. Yeah, Jacqueline Roy. Yeah, Jacqueline. Sorry. DF. I know we're lucky, man, but that's where that's where we get paid the big bucks. I'm just messing with you. I mean, I don't, this is a thing. Like, I don't think that any, if the board can fall this way and we can get Jaden Reed at 137. Or do we go Kenji Miller, who they're meeting with? I don't know. Maybe go off what they're oh, yeah, meeting the with. running back. That's they're right. They're meeting with Kenji Miller. I'm just, oh, KJ Henry. KJ Henry. No, but I take him every time. I take him every time. We can't take him <laughs> every freaking time. All right, we'll go with Kendra Miller. Because they're meeting with Kendra Miller. That's why we're going with Kendra Miller. Sean Kenny's, Kenny's guy, there. Owen Papu's there. Kenny, uh, Bill's Mafia prods, big guy. He likes Owen Papu. Brandon Joseph still down here. Oh. Yeah, see, now at 205, we can still get a safety. Now we there. take the safety. Um, got Latou that's, that could slip there still. Um, let's see. Already took that. Iasivas is here. Or Yosivas is so you know you got a the Princeton wide receiver that I really like here. Um, Tight ends probably you probably Cameron with two Jahel Billingsley two is really uh, I think Billingsley would be a UDFA at this point. You can you're this late in the draft you can kind of risk it for him. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want a tight end, I would take the two here. See not anything. What do we got interior alignment? Stromberg here is pretty darn good. What is what is the safety oh, position look? Got Tradine. That you know, that's the guy we kind of like. What did we get? We got Henley, so we don't need uh, I do like Mapu though. I just wanted to mention uh I've seen um some guys talk about Mapu that and I think he's a small school kid. He's on a visit. So there's always that there is always that uh potential. He's also on a visit. Um very nice. So Perfect. he's visiting with the Bills? Potential, yeah. I think he was actually a little Absolutely. while ago. Awesome. About a week ago. And Safety or, so or guard? We gotta we gotta look. Gotta look here just because um let's see. Stromberg's a really good pick, I think. Uh, probably but, at that point, can you just take it UDFA? Like look at the safeties, right? Yeah, you would just yeah, Quinto Johnson's there. a UDFA, like that's a guy that you probably can get in UD for Brent. Like, I think you can probably wait on the safety now. I think you can go guard. This is why I do think the Bills are going to trade back potentially somewhere in this draft to get more picks. Yeah. And then we killed the draft. 
Yeah, I mean, if we got this, this would be again. I, don't, I mean, we could have done something differently at at one thirty seven. We talked about it, but we've been picking KJ Wright uh, edge rusher, and we've been uh, kind of ignoring the running back a little bit. And they set up a, a meeting with Kendra Miller, so we went Kendra Miller um, at one thirty seven. And you know, I think this matches my philosophy with the tight end. Even is that get whatever offensive weapons you think can help out and we'll yeah. figure out where they fit in, especially at 137. you're taking a guy, you know, Damian Harris is on a one-year deal. So you don't need to necessarily worry that, you know, he's going to sit behind a guy for too long. He can sit a year um, and then, you know, come in and, and pair with James Cook just fine. hundred percent. I like the mock. It's a good way to end the show, Lance. Absolutely. Not a bad way to end the show. Jalen Hyatt, Matthew Bergeron. Day one, Henley are not bad guys. Round one, round two, round three. Lance, fun show besides my Wi-Fi being terrible for not the whole show, for like two minutes of it, which is not bad. The beauty about streamer, you can get in and get out really fast and kind of like do your thing. I just needed to get out. I don't know why. Whatever. Lance, tell the people about our sponsor. Yep. Uh, so we're sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. So if you sign up for Underdog Fantasy using promo code BLITZ, you will get a deposit match from minimum of $10 to a maximum of $100. So if you deposit $100, they will give you an additional $100. So you will then have $200 to play with. You get best ball drafts, daily fantasy drafts, typical, you know, lineup of six guys for baseball, let's say, or golf or whatever you like to play right now. I know it's the off season, but during the football season, they'll have those. Um, then also they have a pick em game. That's really cool. Um, five, uh, up to five player props that you get to pick and a higher or lower pick will get you 20 times your money, uh, with five players selected. So go ahead and what is this? Buffalo is trading. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got distracted by a comment, but so Someone said Buffalo traded something. I was like, what? Um, so, yeah, uh, go sign up. Underdog Fantasy is the best daily fantasy app out there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Underdog Fantasy, Underdog fantasy promo code BLITZ. Use it, guys. If you guys missed this episode, podcast version, Apple Podcast or Spotify tomorrow morning or wherever you get your podcast. And if you missed their announcement in the beginning of the show, we – have an amazing, amazing announcement. Look at the graphic on the screen. NFL Draft Round 2 and Round 3 Live brought to you by yours truly, the Buffalo Blitz Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Network. We will be covering with live reactions, coverage on all picks in both second and third rounds. We will break down what the Bills be doing that night, what the Bills did in Round 1. We'll start the show with that. We'll go live at 7 p.m. Eastern. When the second round starts, we'll end when round three ends. We'll also have special guests throughout the night. It's going to be an amazing evening. It's going to be awesome. And you can hang out with Lance and I and some special guests throughout the night. It's the Buffalo Blitz podcast presenting NFL Draft round two and round three live. It's going to be a fun night. We're excited for it. Lance, I know you're excited for it, man. be a long night, but people can hang out with us. Comment section will be open. I hope I, see, I hope we see a ton of comments. 
Hope we get too many comments we can't even get to. It's going to be a fun night, and we'll see what the Bills do on round two and round three that night. So another special announcement. Make sure you guys check that out in a couple weeks. April, what's the date again? April 28th, day two of the draft. Can't wait. It's going to be a great time. Come hang out with us, and we'll uh, break down all the draft picks for you. Yeah, and we'll be tired by the time it ends because we'll be on this camera for like five hours. But it's fun. Yeah, I'd be talking anyway. I'd just rather uh, talk to you guys than my TV and my yeah. wall and my living room. It's also it's going to be like it's going to be a little more loosey goosey than a constructed podcast. I feel like it's yeah, we're not going to be because we're going to have a lot of things to talk about, and we're going to have some guests on. We're, we'll see, and yeah, we're going to have we're going to have some guys we're looking to get, and then they're going to get swiped right out from under us, and we're going to be sad. Be, uh, That'll be the fun part of it. And then we're going to trade up and make all kinds of cool moves and gonna have the best draft in the history. And there is a chance round two and round three gets a little interesting if the Bills do trade out at 27, which I'm not saying we expect, but that's a legit possibility for the Bills to trade out at 27 and get more draft capital. And it could be a fun night for us. But that's going to do it tonight. Next week, back Tuesday at 8 p.m. We don't have we, – we don't know what we're talking about yet, but it's going to be draft. And it might just be – just talk about the draft. We might just have an hour just to break down the draft because we'll, we can get an hour just talking about the draft, 100%. We'll be back next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Built and Buffalo Facebook, YouTube network, and Twitter network, and Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. As always, he was Lance. I was Peter. And this was the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built and Buffalo network. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>